Hello. Hello. Hiya. Greetings, listeners. I blocked Ross. I put the. We're experimenting with a, a dampener between Ross and the microphone today. All Steve, I can't be as loud as I used to be. But when we finish the crisps, we can hollow out the bottom. We can use it as a, as a microphone kind of extender. Thing. Ross so, does so, not so. need an extender. An extender. No, but Steve does. No. <laughs> we need a balloon, and then we cut a small hole in the bottom. A balloon. You will burst. You put it over like a drum skin and then you tap it and you get the blast of air coming out of the hole in the bottom. Very true. Mm, they're cool. We could fill it with petrol and set fire to it. That's not. That wouldn't be our first plan. Not really. Not in Steve's dining room. Okay. That plus the fact it's made of cardboard. Well, it won't have petrol for long, but it won't have to. <laughs> no, very soon we'd all be. Covered in petrol. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming petrol. <laughs> it'd be burning. Um, so quite badly burned. So for, for, the, for the benefit of the listeners at home, or one of them, they might not be at home. Okay, might be at work, could be the car. I, I did listen to to, to RBG in the middle of the field um, in Sussex. I think. There you go. So it could be anywhere. So I have listeners wherever they may be, whether they are interplanetary travellers or dwellers below the seas. We're playing one ring, I think. Possibly. Probably. Well, it's. Well, we to everybody has character, sheet. character sheets in front of them now, and it's the only book that still remains on the table. I wanted to play Shadowrun. Yeah, what well, there? Because she's cool. That's well, alright. I, 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 I don't mind playing Shadowrun, as long as it's got none of that silly magic nonsense involved, and you can shoot people. And oh, We're Shadow playing Run. One Ring. It's got fucking wizards in that. Nah, it hasn't. It's One Ring. It's set just after The Hobbit, where they're only. They're all dead! Five known wizards in the world, three of whom are named. Yeah, all the other two. You they're just have... off somewhere else for the entire book. Is, is that why? Is that why Gandalf doesn't know what they're called? He forgets because they've never got around to naming them. Probably. Probably. They're off. They're off with the ant wives. Uh, ant wives. They, they, hmm? Ant wives. Uh, Gandalf had eight wives. Oh, he had an exponential. They were the ant wives. Ah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I was going to say, about think about it, what, what, what do the wizards do in the Lord of the Rings setting? They can make fireworks. Yeah, video kind of bugger all, really. Okay, One Ring is set in the period between the conclusion of the events narrated in The Hobbit and the culmination of the terrible struggle described in the pages of Lord of the Rings, the twilight of the Third Age. Encompassing more than 70 years, this time is ushered in when Bilbo the Hobbit finds the ruling ring and culminates many decades later with a final confrontation between the Free Peoples and the Dark Lord Sauron, and the destruction of the Ring. It's an exciting time, offering plenty of opportunities for adventuring in a land witnessing the end of an era. Mm. Um, a note from the authors that this is going to be the first of a trilogy of systems oh. covering different <coughs> periods and areas within the, uh, the setting. So this particular setting covers so between the Shire and the Dwarven Kingdom of Erebor, uh, incorporating Dale, Mirkwood, um, Bjorn's Holdings, uh, and that's about it. Can we make some magical scuba gear and go swim the lake and collect all the jewels for the dragon? Magical scuba gear? Yeah. It's going to be tricky. Big straw. Can I have a big straw? Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, you can have a very long straw. <laughs> and then we'll explain the physics of it to you yeah. while you died. <laughs> It'd be hard that because I'd be underwater while I was dying. So you'd have to shout the physics <laughs> down the straw. You see, once you get past a certain depth, the pressure of the water doesn't. No, he's dead. Plus, <laughs> also, doesn't help that we're shouting down it as well. <laughs> Actually, that would help. Uh, offset some of the. You'd have to shout very loudly. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> a massive sound wave that has a high pressure. Are we randomly? Let's him suck in no. one last breath before he dies. No randomness here. This is a uh, cubicle seven system, and they're not keen on randomness at cubicle seven. What's Except in terms of dice. What's everyone else going to be, and I'll fill the gaps. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Are you good at filling gaps? Oh, yes. That we are. There are a number of steps in the carriage creation process to create fictional individuals that are as close as possible to your wishes and at the same time conform to the source material. Do they have to be fictional? Yes, they will have to be fictional. Bear in mind, as you're making it up, that's a good start. And they're going to inhabit a fictional universe. Or possibly. So as soon as everything must happen somewhere... Because it's new to the universe, it must be happening somewhere. There's any singing going on, I am going to murder people, by the way. Oh, you've got to sing, it's like the Hobbit. I want to do a little baggins make play smashing song. Okay. Character creation begins with the choice of the culture to which your character belongs. This defines your race and the most basic descriptive features and the area of Middle Earth that you come from. Are you casting your eyes about looking for a pencil? Yeah, I, I need pencils as well. Bring I, pencil. came, I, came, I came straight from work, so I haven't got my dice bag. Uh, I came home, I still haven't got my dice bag on my pencil. Oh, that might be the one that works, or it might be the one where they yeah. instantly retract. So the nope, man who did some artwork for this is currently working on Doctor Who stuff. Oh, well, Ooh, it'll be working with my mate Alvin. Possibly. Also, a few percent. Yeah, my mate Al does oh, the writing for it. A lot of writing for it. Right. The cultures that they offer are Bardings, the people of Bard the Bowman, the man who fired the fatal shot that slew the dragon, who is now the... Stop uh, ruining the film for us! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ruining the film. This film has not yet been released. <laughs> was he was he blindfolded, standing on one arm, uh, one leg, and uh, and finally widely in the air? That's a million sure to one get, shot. <laughs> yeah, can't possibly point. fail. <laughs> I'm not sure of the exact circumstances of the shot that he took. However, he ended up in charge of the settlement of Dale, and his people are now called the Bardings in honour of him. On account of everybody else being dead. Uh, and then there are Bjornings. If you're yawning, can you shapeshift? No. Or sing really bad in your Icelandic accent. Mm. You may not necessarily shapeshift. No. You are furious. You wanted to be a werebear, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. You, you can you start with some skills. Basically, they more of a care kind of look more like barbarous Northmen than Bjork versus the Care Bears. And the Bardings, who are more civilised. They would describe themselves as sort of vigilant, relentless, and fiercely determined. 
the edge of Merkord. You may be a dwarf of the Lonely Mountain. What? I've done anything! You can sing if you're a dwarf. Well, I can sing, yeah. Let me sing Gold Song. Gold, 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 no, 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 you're singing the chorus again. <laughs> oh. You can be an elf from Merkwood. Ooh. Yay! Bunch of lanky, punchy, short-ass, stumpy, beardy. Yeah. A hobbit from the Shire. An elf dwarf come or on. a woodman from the Wilderland. Oh, I want to be a southern. Which is the place is around where Badagast lives, basically. Uh. Bird shit at all of Apparently so. Only if you're bonkers wizard type person. Get to be woodcrafty. Yeah. Don't know. Get to be all woodsy and human. It's like being half half Not flavouring half ranging. It entices you. Go for it, Wang. Tempted by Hobbitch, the ridiculousness of it. I thought okay. I would. I, thought I, I will hobbit. point out that anybody who plays a hobbit is probably going to have to come up with the most, um, in terms of a plausible reason, why you're not at home. There's a bunch of reasons in the book. It gives you kind of examples of if you're this kind of hobbit, you've left because of this. It could just be that you don't like it at home very much. Or you could be a criminal who's been cast out. Or possibly you've heard the, the amazing adventures that, that Bill by guy who's yeah. came out with a truckload of treasure. Yeah. But even so, it would have to be an enormous amount of treasure to drag you away from your comfortable fireside and your freshly stocked pantry. There he is, yeah. sitting with his little pipe. Oh. Uh, a oh. hobbit's just like a racial middle class. Yeah, I mean, well, how, how, how hobbits are, are English people. Yeah. The Shire is England. It, yeah. In an ideal, idealised kind of Wessex kind of way that never yeah. actually existed. It's perhaps what Tolkien would have liked England to be. Mm. There we go. Come flange it, go on. Be a hobbit. Be a savage hobbit. Without knowing where we are or what you're all up to, it's difficult to come up with a story as to why I'm being well, there. Well, really. we can do that after. That's fair enough. I'm just That's easy. making the point that, in terms of me personally, I would think that hobbits would need the most justification for going out anywhere and adventuring. But... Like I say, people have come up with ideas why you might if you chose to be a hobbit. Because it's there. No, that doesn't work for hobbits, does it? It's just no. a crazy weird hobbit. Perhaps, Perhaps you've gone bonkers. bonkers. Perhaps that's it. If you actually have a mental illness. I have a mentally ill hobbit. I bet. You're searching out the perfect breakfast combination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travelling from place to place, trying their breakfast. Searching for the finest tea. Mm-hmm. Each Hobbit character in the group increases the company's fellowship rating by one point. Additionally, when making a wisdom roll, Hobbits can roll the feet dice twice and keep the best result. What that means, I have no idea. Apparently that's a special power. Well, there you go. Those are both good things. I think it's stunning. What? Yeah. So taller than a Hobbit then. Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to be a cunning artificer or, or just some like whacking goblins with an axe. Possibly a goblin whacker. Have you seen the Hobbit? Yeah. Of course, they're good at whacking goblins. Yeah. Goblins yes. do reasonably well at whacking dwarves as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've got more style. Plus, a bit impossible. 
Nobody tosses a poor. Why that's so sadly. Go <laughs> <laughs> yep, onwards. What's um, everyone else going to be? Yeah, I don't know. See, I was. I was Erring on the side of the dwarf, but then again, I'm always a dwarf. I was a dwarf last time, and yeah, probably backstabbed me. Maybe a little bit. I thought so. It's just as well I was a dwarf because I was hard as nails, so I can cope with the main bad guy and you beating on me. That's hardly a great challenge. But still, stabbed me a bit. Go on, if if you're going to be a hobbit, I'm going to be a hobbit too. Two nobbits. Are you my brothers or something? Partners in crime. He's not my brother. Arch enemies. He's not my brother. I like you. You're off adventuring for a bet, and he's going to bet you. So he's coming with you to make sure you don't welch him a bet. Yeah, I bet you don't dare leave the Shire. <laughs> yeah. well, make I'm, sure I'm you du- don't leave the Shire. I'm going to follow you, even if you leave the Shire. I double bet you. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's left the Shire. <laughs> oh. No. Chris. Just one, a singular crisp. No, 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 no searching for the largest crisp you can possibly find, though, as well. What? Well, no, we're going to be team What are you playing? The one ring. Way. Oh, genius. Oh, I have found pet It's the one I kept. I said, we had two more. Ah. Play Who's the awnings. Hobbit. 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 Dwarf, Hobbit, Hobbit. What are you going to be, Ben? Play the awnings. Barding. A barding. Not a bjorning. I okay. should be armouring a horse. People of Bjorn. Nobody called the bear man. No. The, yeah, the, the bear man gets to shapeshift and nobody else does because that's too cool. And Lord of Rings is a low magic setting, so I thought his boys did. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's more a medium magic setting. There's plenty of magic stuff kicking around. The, the most, in, in, the, the most, the, the groundbreaking, entirely world-destroying magical artifact mm-hmm. is well, the ability, which costs you fifteen hundred GPs. In they the would be. No, it's not just about that. It's called the next soul and power in this part. Yeah, can slave all these races and twist them to his will. Invisibility is just a side effect, really. Yeah, still. You can't really use that as a hobbit. It's more invisibility. Yeah. Bjornings can pick up certain special abilities like enhanced senses and raised endurance mm. as a result of being deemed to bear be a bit berry a bit bear the more bear you are does the like, bonuses in the uh, stack you know so if you run around naked do you, you, you oh, run... oh, 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 oh. not playing it'll just be continuous jokes no, bloody yeah, it doesn't work now taking a piss <laughs> You've given away all of your pencils and now your pen doesn't work. Oh dear. Got halfway through barding before it gave up the ghost. Right, that, that, that's what you get for being Only generous. you remain. Would you like your pencil back? No, that's all right. I shall carve the There's only one race, two races left, isn't there? Um, yeah. We don't have any hobbits. We don't have any woodsmen. We don't have any bjorns. Do we have two hobbits? Two hobbits and bjorns. We have a brace got, of hobbits. We've got a surfeit of hobbits. Sorry. Now what we have to do is you hang them up the f- by the feet until the maggots yeah, would now. Oh no, that's a brace of grabs, isn't it? Yes. Well, how do you eat hobbits then? You don't. Where are the wooden men from? Too again? small, too grisly. The woods. Uh-huh. Too fatty. Where's the map? Show them the map. Where's the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? Hey, Jack. They must be like condensed fat. 
Just think about it. You can probably lie one day and last for like years. You have your livers, it's like foie gras. Frontiersmen of the North. Hobbit liver. Having a shared heritage with the Bardings. In sparse, isolated villages and homesteads surrounded by wooden stockades built on the borders of the Great Forest or in the valleys to the west of the river, threatened by the shadows of Dol Guldor. I was on the Fortman Mason Facebook page looking something up. Hmm. And the thing is, you can't find what anything because it's been completely spammed by animal rights activists and ah. because they sell um, foie gras. They were still selling foie gras at the time that I alone, if checked it. Right. Every single thread was nothing but page after page of entry after entry of you, essentially. Uh, Fair enough. enough. They've even stopped selling it in the House of Commons. Oh, lady. Right then. I'm so glad I never saw those on sale anywhere before Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Half a kilogram of my favourite flavour crisps. Then he came to the house because Mary saw them and thought they'll do for the party and then get over to the party. (laughs) How did the party go? I was in the party. Um, well, considering the uh, potential blue merchants that we invited to the party, um, sorry, not just you, or no, Steve as well. Not just you, or Steve as well. Yeah, fall on. Um, means that, and he went yeah, home he went to even worse. Yeah, surprisingly well. The promiscuity is burgled in very bizarre fashion. Okay, yeah, we really have had quite a terrible Christmas of it. Nothing good from that, really. That's description. It's not scream eggs. Can't be. Oh, they were selling those off cheap just before Christmas artist. Would you eat that egg? Uh, Bait on. Delicacy. Okay. okay. What? The one thing they've not done. Not my fault. I didn't make it do it. Better out than in and all that. Don't we have some kind of explosion? Yes. Internally. Yes. Okay. What's next uh, in the character creation process? What are you eating? What are you eating? What are you eating? This is a good lady. Um, <laughs> ignoring the classic elf there. Doesn't that mean you're hollow at back? Hmm? Doesn't that mean that you're hollow at back? <laughs> uh, players should choose their stuff. No, but it means age. my nose grows longer when I tell lies. Using this information as a guide, so it tells you. Um, okay, because the table's here, and even though it's like nowhere in terms of character creation requirements, we'll do languages. There will be a box for it somewhere. Yeah. Um, as a barding, you speak Dalish. Where is the box for it? Blind. No, there's no language in the box. I can't see a language box. No. Nope. Somewhere. No. 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 Seven, you failed. Dear me. Okay. We'll put it next to the name, shall we? Worry about it later then. I speak common speech. So does Wayne. Dwarves speak Dalish and Dwarvish. Can I be a. Dwarven spy who speaks goblinish and lives underneath the ground with a goblin spying on them. As he shaved his beard, painted himself quickly. The awnings of woodsmen speak the veil of Anduin tongue, which is 
an old form of the common speech, closely related to Danish. So we're not going to have a common language? Genius. Well, what common speech, common it speech. will be that there will be, it's like different dialects of the same language, effectively. What do I speak then? Uh, the Vale of Anduin tongue. Mm. <laughs> they couldn't have come up with something better? No. The tongue of the people of the Vale of Anduin. Anduin. Sounds tasty. Yeah. Anduinish. Not like tongue. Yeah. That's okay. There are. Good in soup. Really? You don't like a tongue sandwich. What's tongue soup? Ox tail. How do you get ox tail? Oh, sometimes if you get brawn, you get a slice of tongue in the middle of it. That's annoying. It's like buying chops, you always look for the ones with the kidney stuck in them. Extra bit of kidney. Okay. Good characters, cultural blessing and skill list. Do the hobbits first, it gets to a mile away. Fair enough. Do the hobbits first. The sooner we're done, the sooner I can make Dean's coffee. Billy's now. It's like the fact Billy's been dead for somewhere for a while now. It's still Billy's sausages. Right. They're lasting well. It's a hundred odd year old business. Oh, right. People say about them, cultural blessing is. Should, no, please tell me there's a box for that. Somewhere. There is. Yeah, yeah it's under culture. Hobbit sense. Hobbits possess a cheerful spirit and friendliness that makes them good companions. Additionally, they have learned their place in the world a long time ago, and a deep rooted sense of proportion has found its place in their hearts. No visions or wild fantasies can tempt them as they do not seek power or control over others. Basically, each ho- Hobbit character in the group increases the company's fellowship rating by one point. The fellowship rating can be used. It's like a shared fudge pool that you can pull points out of. It's normally one per character, but for Hobbits it's two per character. Additionally, when making a wisdom roll, Hobbits can roll their feet dice twice and keep the best result. Okay, in terms of dice, Alex got a set of dice that's open somewhere. Um... They have two kinds of dice. The D12 is called the feet dice. It's a, D, it's, it's a D10 with two squiggly symbols on. Right. Um, the squiggly symbol that is the rune of Gandalf is an auto-succeed. So whatever you're trying to do, you will succeed if you roll that. The other one is the eye of Sauron. If you roll that, that's an auto-fail. Uh, so a 1 in 12, basically. Yes, zero zero it's also 12. numbered 1 to, tw- uh, one to 10 and has the two symbols. So yeah, 1 to 10, and then 11 is the fail, and 12 is an auto-succeed. If you view it as a 0 rather than 11, then it might be easier to see it that way. Uh, but when making wisdom rolls, hobbits can re-roll the d12 dice to try and get a better result, and you keep the best. It's not roll, and if you don't like it, roll again and keep the second roll. You get to choose the better of the two. The other dice are, I think, called success dice, and they add to your total. They are numbered 1 to 6. Um, some of the numbers are written in outline and some of them are written in solid. If you are weary and you roll a number that's written in outline, you don't get to add it to your skill total. So 1 to 3 are in outlines and 4 to 6 are solids. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. There is also a little symbol on the 6 which gives certain benefits when 
used in combat. So we have to use those dice, basically. Well, no, you can use a six. They're six-sided dice. If it's a six, then it'll have the symbol on it. Um, you can certainly use whatever dice you want. Okay, so that's your cultural blessing. Common skills. Okay, in the skills section, um, you get two marks in awareness. Hooray, I can see stuff. Two in song. Oh god. You can sing! Hooray! That doesn't mean you have to. It's optional. Uh, one in travel. One in insight. Three in courtesy. Wow. You're polite. Two in persuade, three in stealth, two in search, and two in riddle. <laughs> and five in killing the crap out of people. Okay. No? Oh. Now, you have to choose one of the two following weapon skill sets and record it as you know weapon skills yeah well, there's space for weapon skills yeah yeah okay selection one is short sword at rank two bow at rank one dagger at rank one dagger also covers unarmed fighting for the sake of not having to have a separate skill for it or you can take bow at two short sword at one and dagger at one Whichever one you have at rank two also becomes a favoured skill for you. Favoured skills can garner certain bonuses on dice rolls that you can get. So basically, are you better with a bow or a short sword? I've got two of it. I, I, I was ranged last time, so I think I'll go for sword instead. Okay, so... I'll, I'll be bow then. In the weapon section, short sword has two ranks. Bow has one and dagger has one. Whatever you have at two ranks should be underlined, technically. The skills would normally be underlined, but as you have to write your weapon skills in, just indicate in some way that that is the, the favoured skill. Two in sword. Is it sword or short sword? Short sword. Yeah, if it was a long sword, it'd be taller than you are. Very good, <laughs> precisely. Big comedic. Though it does uh, beg the question, how would you carry the bloody thing? Through the trouble. <laughs> the trail behind right. you. And it says choose two traits. Again, there's a section for traits near the top. Um, from the list of cooking, gardener, herb law, smoking, storytelling, or tunnelling. Cooking. <laughs> Gardening, cooking, gardener, herb law, smoking, storytelling, or tunneling. <laughs> well, I'm getting a feed of this, this kind of Rastafarian hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I is having herbalism and smoking. <laughs> herb law. I shall have herb law, I think. Please, one of you learn how to cook. Uh, we cooked last time. The person with her blog should surely be the cook. Yeah. That blows my backstory out of the water because I'm going to be 
writing me book. Exotic cooking techniques. Why? Why is that? Because I was going to write a book on herbs. You can show that. I could write a book on tunnelling. That's a book on... A book on holes in the ground. Write a book on tunnelling. You thought you might go and talk to the dwarves about their opinions on it. A study of minerals. Minerals and So you've got cooking and herbal. So what's the options? Tunnelling, gardener, smoking... Or storytelling. I did the others that he hasn't taken. You, but you can, can take any that you like. It's not all about mission activity. Tunneling. What I do on Mondays and Tuesdays. Tunneling and smoking. Who wrote it? Smoking for you? in tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Who spell checked it for you? My friend Sophie at work who is in charge of blogs and shit. Very good. Blogs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell she's Tunneling and storytelling. Tell us she's got a shit job. <laughs> okay. They and now we suggest don't envy her in any way, shape or form having to correct your spelling. They now suggest that you select one of their six prepared backgrounds, which are a restless farmer, too many paths to tread, a good listener, a witty gentleman, a bucklander, the folk of Buckland, or of Tookish blood. Like Bilbo. Yeah. I, 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 my, my vague thought was that I was a, a, a butterfly enthusiast and uh, kind of got lost. <laughs> so you've got a big butterfly uh, now. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, they didn't have net as a, as a weapon. But Right, the restless farmer was born into a family of farmers in the South Farthing, where the best pipe weed grows. Satisfy your curiosity and your father's expectations. You started to work at a very early age, learning a lot from farmers and traders. From time to time you feel your closeness to the earth move you, awakening your desire to sleep in the fields under a canopy of stars. At which point you got pinched by the fairies and woke up, woke up somewhere else completely Or different. your father was a tradesman and you were supposed to take his place in his workshop at Hardbottle at the age of 33. But before that time a mysterious wanderlust took you and you were away from home for months. When you came back you renounced your position to the outrage of the whole neighbourhood. But you know that secretly your father approves. He always dreamed of leaving the Shire to go see the elves. Or your uncle was perhaps the sheriff who brought you along with him when he went beating the bounds. (laughs) You did not shoot him. Um, (laughs) um, When he was appointed to watch the Shire's borders for outsiders, more often than not, his watch included a visit to the Ivy Bush, a small inn on the Bywater Road. There you've heard told the best stories over deep mugs of excellent beer. Or maybe you come from a well-to-do family of landy gentry from the West Farthing, living in a hobbit hole in Michael Delving. It's rumoured that your great-grandfather once vanished only to show up three days later at the local inn, talking of a giant tree man he had seen on the North Moors. Some believe your family's fortune is based on the giant's hoard your ancestor discovered, but you have been able to dispel such rumours with your humorous remarks. Did your parents belong <coughs> to the folk of Buckland and you were brought up on the wrong side of the Brandywine River? <laughs> if half the tales be true, You're a hobbit chap. <laughs> members of your family have always displayed a certain queerness of character <laughs> and an unusual fighting spirit, a strangeness you seem to possess yourself. Or of Tookish blood. You grew up peacefully in a farmhouse in the Marish East Farthing until something tookish stirred in your blood and overcame your respectability. It first happened on your way home one night when you spotted some outlandish folk around a bright campfire. 
When you described them to your grandmother, she told you they were dwarves on their way to the Blue Mountains. From that night, you started to shun well-trodden paths, hoping to meet other wayfarers secretly crossing the Shire. Can we make up our own? We can. However... They have advantages. They they give you packages of things. So you get your basic attributes from this, your another favoured skill, and more distinctive features, i.e. traits. Um, I think my dad's uh, um, uh, money was, was from a giant's hoard. Okay. In that case, if you are from the, if you are the witty gentleman, uh, your basic attributes would be body two, hearts six, and wits six. Your favoured skill, which you should underline, will be persuade. Mm-hmm. And you need to choose two traits for distinctive features from cautious, clever, elusive, honourable, keen-eyed, patient, proud, or true-hearted. Can I just say that Ross is quietly doing his own time, not his own? Part of my book, a spare book. As you have the book, you might mm-hmm. as well. Yep, it's all done. Taking clever and keen-eyed. Okay. And, and I will have a, a part-time as a, as a butterfly effect. Right? Fair enough. Wait. I shall denounce my father's estate. You should denounce your father's estate. Which was that? Uh, oh, that was the... Uh, too many past tra- renounced your position and not wanted to go into the family business. Yeah. Okay. So you get body four, heart five, and wits five. Body four. You've had to work a little bit harder for your life than him, that hence you have a higher body score. Um, your favourite skill will be travel, which doesn't sound so useful, but it is. It's the skill that you use to avoid taking fatigue on long journeys. Oh, yes, sorry. Common skills, travel. And distinctive features they suggest would be adventurous, clever, curious, eager, keen-eyed, nimble, robust, true-hearted. Now, one thing about specialties and distinctive features, if you are keen-eyed and you are making a search check, there is a chance, if it is a search check, an observation check based on sight, I'll just say you automatically succeed Mm -hmm. because you have a trait that is directly appropriate to the situation. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are... So, basically, yeah. Any trait that can be applied, you know, would I do this? Yes, because I'm adventurous. You wouldn't necessarily have to test in the same way that other people to overcome that. Sort my options again. Adventurous, clever, curious, eager, keen-eyed, nimble, robust, true-hearted. Can I suggest that nimble and robust probably don't go together? (laughs) No. (laughs) Why not? You just don't hurt yourself. Visions of Mavis Cruet from uh, old days on BBC TV. Curious. You'd be, I'd want to watch the retro weekend. Um, 
So if you tried to CITV. record it in, and, and, and she crashed our Skybox. Oh. Record what? Uh, um, the retro weekend on on CITV. Because it's thirtieth anniversary. So they. So this weekend just passed. Read a load of stuff from the. About the about the raggy dolls and things like that. It didn't appeal to me. Otherwise, I would watch Nightmare. We don't know. Like, what I'm wondering why people were posting about watching Nightmare on Facebook, and I'm like. What yeah, are they just on about? Just didn't any of those. Well, they well, might be. They're not specifically. They're Clever seem to go together well. And I am writing a book, don't you? Know? Not a pamphlet, a book. <laughs> right. You will need names. There are extensive examples of both forenames and family names and an age. Uh, normally, hobbits do not um, come of age until 33. Adventuring age for a hobbit would normally be between 25 and 60. But I think that's for us. Well, didn't it tell me what... Oh, I was supposed to take out the family business at 33, wasn't I? Yes. So I have to be... Well, no, it depends, depends how long I've been adventuring. Well, I said, no, I, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here till I'm in my 30s. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm probably going to be younger than 33 in that case, unless I've been adventuring for a while. Well, it could be mean. Wait until till the eve of your 33rd birthday. Exactly. No, not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make me get out of my... I shall be 25 plus... I'm 26. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm 56. Not I'm slightly older. Where's age? There is a one. Do the racial bits first, because... Unless it's on the back. Because there is more to do after, and everybody has the same sort of thing for that, so... Background. Probably in there somewhere. Okay, so Finn was a bardy. Yeah. Um, okay, your cultural blessing is stout, is stout-hearted. Yes, please. Yeah. Basically, uh, living for a year, many year under the present menace of Smaug the Dreadful, has made bardings a courageous race. After all, there are not many creatures more fierce than a dragon. When making a fear test, you can re-roll the feet dice for the best. You know, the yeah. You are less likely to run away in panic. Ah, see, he's brilliant. He can hold them up. <laughs> it's our rear guard. So, he's not going to run away. Right, common skills. Um, you get awe at rank one. Yeah. Explore at two. Song at one. Craft at one. Inspire at two, travel at two, insight at two, courtesy at two, battle at two, persuade at three, search at one, and law at one. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will. I'll stab you. The weapon skill sets. Right, if 
view it slightly different because swords are a cultural weapon for bardings. Um, you can either elect to be proficient in all swords at two, and no spear and dagger as well, or you can be proficient in great bow, spear and dagger instead of swords. But the great bow would be a favoured skill for you. Favoured skills, you can add a greater bonus to your hit rolls effectively with a favoured one. Depends on whether you want to be a swordsman or a bowman, really. Right, I'll take a few minutes to do it. I'm a dwarf. Dwarf's going to be melee heavy, so I might go with great bow. Okay, so you get great bow, spear, and dagger. Great bow's at two, spear and dagger at one. My chosen profession is And your great bow is a favoured weapon for you. Choose two traits from boating, old law, smithcraft, swimming, trading, or woodwright. What is woodwright? The act of making things with wood. Carpentry, we call that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right with the double yes. Yeah. Not looking at it and going, yep, yeah, that one's okay. <laughs> <laughs> woodwright. It implies that you make wood and you make it correct. <laughs> I manufacture planks of wood. Old law and trading, I think. Okay. Kicking is getting useful stuff. Were you apprenticed to a dwarven smith? Uh, were you. Um, They call him a word weaver, but basically somebody who lives by uh, their wits and witty party. Um, gifted senses, what did that give you? Okay. Um, since the death of Smaug, you and your brothers have started to journey to the Elven King's Forest stronghold. After many visits to those magical halls, your eyes and ears seem to notice details that escape the attention of the past. Perhaps a subtle gift from the fair folk. Um, healing hands. Basically, you were apprenticed to a healer at some point. Dragonoid. Your, house your grandfather, great-grandfather witnessed the destruction of his father's house burnt when the dragon raised Dale. He escaped with his life, but from that day his eyes turned the colour of pale ashes. Through your grandfather and your father after him, his unrelenting gaze lives on in your ashen eyes. Who's that? Or a patient hunter. Um, yeah, basically you're apprenticed through a hunter. So basically, a hunter, somebody who. I'll go with hunter. Okay. Hunter. 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 Yes. Okay. In that case, uh, your basic yeah. attributes are body five, heart five, and wits four. Your favourite skill is hunting. So you may underline hunting, even if you don't have your in it currently. Uh, and distinctive features. They suggest adventurous, just, fair, merciful, 
This is just making a classic thing character so far. Um, <laughs> yeah. Patient, steadfast, true-hearted, or wary. Uh, adventurous and patient. Fair enough. Again, there are barding names in the book. Once we're done, I suggest you um, pick something suitable. Um, bardings are generally aged between 16 and 30. Uh, they do not adventure before 16 when they reach maturity and rarely continue beyond their 40s when they retire to serve their family and folk. Ross says he's done his. More or less. Well, I've done all the dwarf bits. So I've done all the experience of our wisdom or damage of higher armour. Yeah, okay. Oh, my shadow weakness. Ooh, my shadow weakness. My shadow weakness. I'll tell you what that is in a second. Yeah, it's it's based upon your calling, isn't it? Like a treasure hunter. No, it's not then. Um, revenge. Vengeance. Right. Having done that bit, we get to the customization section. What you have so far is basic cultural stuff with a little bit of like background of how you grew up. You have to select a calling. There are five callings. Uh, each of which gives you some favoured skills, a new trait, and your shadow weakness. The thing that is likely to help push you towards the, um, dark, side. the dark side. The sound side. Right. The five callings are Scholar. Yep, 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 me, me, me. Slayer. Treasure Hunter, Wanderer, or Warden? Mmm. Cake and cheese. Oh, cake and cheese. Can't argue with cake and cheese. It's on the Christmas cake. Oh, it's enormous. Can't argue with cake. Right. Scholar is fairly self evident. You are somebody who seeks knowledge. A slayer. Uh, your family have suffered a terrible loss at another's hand. You became an adventurer to take your revenge on what, whoever wronged you. Vengeance! And you can, you can pick up a favoured enemy, effectively. Sweet. Uh, treasure hunters, again, fairly self-evident. You're out there looking for stuff. Wanderer. So why do you have it? I can't remember why you have Christmas cake if you can't eat it. It was given to us. Somebody, gave, somebody made it at work. Uh, wanderers. Basically, wander the land, looking and just wanting to explore. And wardens uh, want to protect their people from the darkness of the shadow. And if that entails going out there and finding it before it comes here, so much the better. I have a question. Yes. Choose two traits from that. Yeah. Do they just go in here? If they are there, they are discarded. Well, yeah. Starting to yeah, these are skills. specialties. These are in the specialties line, right, okay. as opposed to the ones that you get further on. I wish you on that. Right, okay. Your distinctive features. Is there a description of them further on? Um, yeah, there are. I did. I did see. Um, there's little pictures with keen and stuff like that next to it. No. Yes, there are. They're about page ninety-six something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Top. 
chips and your burping, Ross. Yes, I'm burping quite a lot so, today. Let's well, one scholar. Thank you, Ross, which did you go? You went you Slayer. 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 Yes, yeah, also fall before my big hammer. Curse of, we, curse of vengeance, then, is your, is your shadow weakness. Did you pick up your trait? Uh, what's my trait? Enemy law. Enemy law, enemy law. You need to pick one enemy type yes. from dragons, so giants, orcs, will, spiders, yes. trolls, or wolves. Goblins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Orcs. Yeah. 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 Can, can we get the doctor's spot one trait. his tail? He's creating a draft. Sit down. So, call it, I would say it's a specialism trait. Yeah, has been doing the any vase, but then again, she's being a cake purist. She forgot to put in some stuff. Trade to go. Now, it doesn't taste very good. Near the top, not your name. All the liquid content, which is supposed to put in uh, orange juice and yeah. brandy and stuff like that. Tastes fine. Now the brandy afterwards. Right. Have you got your favourite skills, Ross? She doesn't like it anyway, so. Uh, I think for my particular thing, my favourite skill is battle. Well, your favourite skill yeah, groups you. here that you get for this are. When you select calling, you choose two skills from the favoured groups, from either group, or <laughs> one from each group. Uh, and underlying the favoured skills. Weightlifting And the two groups Didn't are my the legal personality. <laughs> Couldn't you pick the cake up? Was it too heavy? <laughs> so, I needed a more solid grip. <laughs> so yeah, on the, the row that is personality, and the row that is movement, um, select two skills in those two rows and underlining them. In either personality or movement, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You can underline two of them. Right, Alec, as a scholar, yep. you have two skills from either perception or vocation, or one from each, um, which are special yeah, yeah. favoured skills for you. Um, if you look on the right-hand side, there is yeah. a, a list, and if you go across the left from there, those are the ones that tally up with it. Oh, uh, right, okay. Does Mary have milk? No, probably not. She might have cream, but not milk. Yeah, um, I'm the same if there's cream. And, and cream. something was mentioned no, about, really about shadows oh, okay. and yeah, okay. shadow traits and something else as well. No, no, I'll do it in a minute. Okay. So, have you done those? So, perception, perception and... Perception and vocation. Two of those skills are favoured for you. Yes, I will have a piece, please. What's law cover? Just knowing stuff, or uh, law covers all sorts of things, probably. Fishing yeah. for a big piece, small piece, somewhere in between. Yeah, somewhere in between. I'm not having a big piece, though. About here. What is it? Is it a, it's a skill? Yeah, I know, but which group is it? Vocation skill. Just not put them in any kind. I'd like, I'd like the skill to reflect the fact that I'm a scholar and therefore know stuff. Law. Excellent. Uh, expresses a hero's love for learning, be it fascination with description of distant lands or interesting family genealogy. Whenever an action involves knowledge of some kind, a law role is required. I have two law then, please, Bob. Well, you can have one because you, you don't get dots in this, you just get to underline it. Oh, okay. I've watched that being painted. Quite bizarre. <laughs> so basically, it becomes a favoured skill for you. So if you do have any ranks in it, you can be better at it than somebody yeah, who has okay. the same number of ranks. So I've taken law and search as I as I'm into my. In, what is it for? What's the correct term for, for butterfly hunting? Uh, Lepidoptery. 
have a Lepidopterist. Yeah, uh, and then you can take, you get the trait, Rhymes of Law. Rhymes of Law are brief compositions in verse created by many cultures to remember significant facts from ancient history. Your knowledge of them can supplement a test of law, but is used especially in conjunction with any custom skill, courtesy, song or riddle. Scholars may credit much of their knowledge to rhymes. So basically you. You, you have extensive knowledge of such folk oil rhymes. Oil rig, oil rig, oxidation, loss and... Mm -hmm. game, yes. What did you put in it? A sweetener? Or? Sweetener, yeah. Some splendour. Right, uh, and your shadow weakness is the lure of secrets. Shadow of what? My cultural blessing. Is over. Yeah. Another coffee? No. Nope. You don't get one. I thought I brought enough in. I wonder, I wonder if I had a spare mug. There is some coffee left, but I thought there was quite a lot left. Yay, thank you. I might have to have, have uh, some more cake with some of that cheese. Although not the pink stuff, it looks a bit odd. Yeah. It's just got port in it. Yeah, could you cut me a piece of the non-pink cheese, please? It's alright, you're, you're working off the, uh, the, the amount of calories you're putting on with the, the cake lifting there. It's an interesting kind of square cake, isn't it? Yeah. I'll grab another slab. Right. Thank uh, you. Oh, my water's a bit sweat. So, Ross, we did you. Ben. Oh, you just going with Wandering. Wanderer. I wonder why there was a load left in the pot. Okay, yeah. as a Wanderer, uh, your favoured skill groups are Custom and Survival. So, underline two skills from those rows. So one from each or two from one of them. Mm. I don't know plates. No. So cutting cake with a cheese knife really doesn't work. Cutting that cake with a cheese knife doesn't work. No. Okay then. Right, so got those. Yep. Okay. Your trait is folklore. And your shadow weakness is the wandering madness. I attack the wandering madness. Wayne. Mm -hmm. Scholar, slayer, treasure hunter. Wanderer or Warden? Well, Scholar goes with Plague And I'm writing a book, you know. Apparently so. So what's that under? Um, calling. 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 The, the Hobbits and the Brains of the Party. Okay. So, in the lines of skills that end in perception and vocation, select two of those skills. So, down here, there's mm -hmm. perception and vocation. Select two of the skills in that row, in those rows, and underline them. Doesn't matter which ones. So, so there's two. There's perception and vocation listed here. To the left of them are skills. There's perception. Oh, vocation, yes, it's the bottom. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was looking for vocation. Couldn't so, you need to underline two skills. Mm -hmm. From either of those rows. I've no, I've yes. no ranks in the bottom row at all. When so. fighting in the woods, woodsmen like use their favoured wits. Score. 
Okay. If you look at your sheet, each of your stats has a basic score yeah. and a favoured score. Right, and how do I know what that is? You'll get to it in a minute. Oh, it's okay. part of customisation. Right, okay, fair enough. Just underline the one. Is it two? Two. You get to underline two of those. Either one from each line or two from one line. Whatever you prefer. You have a trait, Rhymes of Law, which means you may have heard stuff in the form of a speciality. Rhymes. Traits and then it'll be a speciality. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Does that mean he's, he wanders around kind of holding his fingers up in the strangest fashion? I was going to say it was about right yeah, there, and it wasn't going to be. Like, oh, where were I doing them? And then yeah, your like shadow weakness. What, what is it, sorry? Rhymes speciality, of Speciality, what was it? Rhymes of War. Hello, Ari. And your weakness is Lure of Secrets. Lure of Secrets. Lure. Lure of secrets. You may be lured. You are tempted by the secrets. All the lovely secrets. I had a wet nose in my um. Unmentionables. Well, he wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Go on, remind me. Lure. Can't spell. L U R E. L U R E. That'll do. Ah. You don't have to have anything in it yet. You get points later to add. Oh, okay. But it is a favoured skill for your people. Currently, I know nothing. Yeah, two of my favoured skills I know nothing of. Well, I'm doing my thing. Oh, okay. I give you the option to like pick this set of weapons or that set of weapons. Mm-hmm. One of them was like mattock, short sword, and dagger. I think the other one was axes, short swords, and dagger. But right. mattock was underlined. That means you should underline the skill on your character sheet and it's a favoured skill for you. Favoured magic. If it was in brackets, it means you know about all different kinds of axes. Uh, With uh, equal facility. But none of them is a favoured skill. Whereas matic is a favoured skill if you've taken that. So you are you can either be better with a matic or know about how to use all different kinds of axes, from long axes, great axes. So where'd you write your background? Or background, I wouldn't worry too much about it. It okay. mostly derives Just, your stats and okay. your. But you mark stuff. your favoured skill by underlining it. Yeah. Tina's almost caught up with this. Are you going to be a secret? A secret what? Your character. Yeah. We have to have the stories of the people who haven't. Yeah, you and Ross, you ain't said it out loud. Which background did you take? Seeker. I'll do the reading while she's just catching up. Put him in the wildland. So she's a woodsman. Page 71. I went a little page back from where I was. Seeker. The wild wood can scare the hardiest of men, but that didn't stop you and your brothers from climbing every tree and running along any path you could find under the eaves of the forest. Your father ro- father's rules prevented you from straying from the paths connecting the woodland hall to the southern homesteads. But at times you've seen glimpses of queer things where the shadows in the woods are deeper. Now that you have outgrown your father's authority, your thirst for adventure won't easily be quenched. Um, and Ross, what did you say? What's your background? What? Um, I'm, I'm killing things. Yeah, vengeance. Yeah, as your, revenge. Back- as your background. Yeah, revenge. New hope. 
musical legacy. Oh, sorry, there's elves, aren't there? Revenge! <laughs> there are like ten times as many male names as there are female names. Because there are and there are more. Yeah, there are more male characters. Seriously, how many, how, many, how many females were actually mentioned? So did you take Bitter Exile by any chance, Ross? No! That's a revenging... Brain Life spare. of Toil, Far Trader, Bitter yeah, Exile, Eloquent Orator, oh, no. Lesson in Revenge. That's it. Lesson in Revenge. Your grandfather never relented in his hunt for the orc chief from Mount Gundabad who killed his wife. Leading you along dim underground passages, he told you much about the cruel ways of the servants of the shadow and how to fight them. His words scared you when you were young and haunted your dreams. But now that you've started down the road to adventure, you begin to see the value of his advice. You're just as mad as he was. You're all. equally mad. It'll be fun. Okay. You've done your cultural stuff. Are you a scholar, a slayer, a treasure hunter, a wanderer, or a warden? skill groups are custom and survival so two of the skills that are on those rows can be underlined what? see the rows here at the end oh, I got different skill categories this way they're rated according to which stat is generally yeah, most appropriate to them this way they're grouped by category okay. uh, underline two skills they can either both be on the same row or... Could the skill group supposed to have points in it? That's how you do experience. It's a bit like Call of Cthulhu, that... Custom and survival, yeah? Custom and survival. So you succeed well as you get points. Yeah. If you succeed well, you can. Okay. Right, uh, you get a trait, which is folklore, which goes under the specialism thing. Well, you can use the and your shadow weakness is the one weakness. Because I think that would be incredibly awkward with it to get over to slice it. But he's one knife all things. Yeah, but there's two of us now, so we'll recognise that. Okay. <laughs> right, favoured attributes. Okay, you've got three attributes: body, heart, and wits. Mm. Uh, body is obviously how physically tough you are, but also encompasses things like dexterity, ability, whatever. It's a catch-all for it all. Heart is generally bravery and will and soul and wit is your intelligence mental agility things like that um, you'll notice in the corner of each there is another little circle mm -hmm. which says favoured right to each of those attributes you can add a three a two or a one one to each of them so one of them will get a plus one one gets a plus two one gets a plus three and the number goes in the favoured circle a one two and a three yeah so this indicates greater bias in your okay. personal development. So you write a one, two, or a three in the favour bit. Well, you know you add a one, two, or three to the score. Right. So if you've got a wits of six, you could either have a favour of seven, eight, or nine. Uh, okay. 
So this could already bias your best attribute much better. Yep. Or it could be used to balance things out a little bit. Nope. Don't get hit. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, previous experience. You have ten what are you saying? You have ten points to spend on raising skills. The cost of raising each skill is basically the level that it's going to in points. So if you don't have anything in it? It's one. Unless you want a weapon skill. Weapon skills cost twice as much. What is that? Sorry, miles away. Get ten points to spend on skills. Oh, okay, ten. Ten. Skills cost the level that they're going to in points. Unless it's a weapon, it's twice as much. Unless it's a weapon, in which case it's twice as much. So telematic to... Three, it will go for six, six. points. What's or? Or. It is impressiveness. <laughs> oh, how impressive you are. Yeah, basically. Oh, we don't want to be impressive. People might notice you. Or measures a hero's capacity to provoke respect in onlookers and determines the impression a hero makes on someone when he meets them for the first time. Or oh, don't know. Depending on circumstances and hero's intentions or disposition, it can be used to instil wonderment, admiration, or even fear. It's basically an extension of your natural charisma. Um, and you can make dramatic entrances. Is, it, is there any... You can, you can buy any skills, can't you? Yes. No. Yes, there is no restriction. Uh, you can buy any skill... That's on the list. We buy the only restriction is you cannot Sorry. buy a cultural weapon if you, if there was one that you did not pick up earlier. So, in the if Ross had taken axes, he wouldn't be allowed. Now let's see. Is that cool? no axes is the cultural weapon? He can't, he can't take the cultural weapon group axes because he didn't take it earlier. Hello. What? What, what? what, 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 Why is that one underlined? If it's underlined, it's favoured. It means that one of the ways you can influence your combat role is you can spend a point of hope, which is a derived stat which you don't have yet, in order to add your favoured attribute, add your attribute, sorry, to your role. So if you're trying to hit somebody, Generally, it would probably be body that you would be adding. But if it's underlined, you can add your favourite attribute. Uh-huh. I wanted to use an axe and a bow, not an axe and a spear. And gun. Everybody's taught how to use the axe. Not just my bow. That's an axe and bow. I might take that one and then can I buy a bow? Just in case Before, you get trapped in an underground lake with a yeah. riddle. <laughs> what? What's riddle? Riddle, it's the skill of um, having riddle contests with people. Uh, owing its name to the ancient game, the riddle skill represents a hero's ability to draw conclusions from seemingly unconnected scraps of information by deduction, reasoning and intuition. Uh, adventurer relies on riddle whenever he's forced to talk about a subject but wants to conceal part of what he knows for example explain something about himself without revealing his true identity and the accepted custom amongst many creatures speaking in riddles is usually allowed among strangers meeting for the first time who want to speak guardedly this skill is also used to gain helpful insight from a spoken or written riddle 
Thank you for that. I can buy a weapon skill though if I haven't got it. Yes. Just cost you twice as much. Alright, I'll Just buy it at full. I don't care. Okay. Um, you can spend your skills where you see fit. There is no limit other than the number of points that you have. So, search is specifically looking for something, but hunting involves tracking and things like that, presumably. Hunting is the act of hunting. Oh, for God's sake. Dog. Oh, that one. Thank you. Skill is pursuing creatures through wild areas or locate tracks and follow them or to identify quarry its tracks. Skill also covers preparing traps and training and use of hunting dogs or birds. In wilder areas, hunters learn to apply their trade to more dangerous quarry such as orcs, spiders or wargs or else risk becoming a prey. And search is used when trying to find something by close examination like search a library to locate a piece of relevant information, look for concealed doors or inscriptions. So hunting is about tracking something and, and the skills of hunting it. Lie down. Is anyone taking any healing? Yes, yeah. lots. Yes. I have three in healing because I get it. Ace. Oh, that's good. I don't need to bother that at the moment. Um, I might trade some of my healing back in in that case. We <laughs> just never seem to have anyone that can heal, so I thought I know I'll buy lots I get of it. it. I, I get it as a. Cool. Well, that's good then. We have a healer. What's travel then? Travel is knowing about travelling from place to place. Um, I think how it works, you spend a lot of time travelling and you need to make travelling rolls and if you do really badly you arrive knackered and all beat up and exhausted to your ship. But it comes to if you them. fail travel rolls you can also trigger being jumped by stuff out yeah. in the wild. Um, do we make a communal travel roll or does it ever make a travel roll individually? Everybody makes... Okay, each person of the party generally takes on a particular role within the adventurer group. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a guide, travel is the most important skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got travel three already. There, will be a, favorite, so. there is generally a guide, a hunter, uh, a, what, a lookout per person, um, a scout, and, a, and, and, and apparently a fellowship focus. Thank you. That'll be a hobbit. Got two of them? Yeah. I've got I've got travel up three. Um, What's explore? Give me three legs. Explore. Are they too long yeah. in the sugar in? No, I'm definitely not in three legs. Yes. Uh, explore. That's the skill that scouts need, I think, from what I remember. Yeah, sounds like. How many? How do you work out your favoured things again? So you get given one. Get one for your weapon skill, and then you get two for your wanderer thing. That it. What favoured things? Favoured skills. Uh, you got, got two. Yeah, you got two for being a wanderer and one for your culture. Yeah. Right, explore. You expl- rely on this skill when moving through unfamiliar areas of the wild. An explore test may be required during your journey to find the company's heading, or to get back on track after a detour, to cope with adverse weather conditions or other natural hazards, to create paths through the wilderness suitable for others to follow, or to choose a suitable place to set up camp. A high explore rating is invaluable resource for a companion acting as a scout for his group of adventurers. No, I've won it. No, I don't explore. No, look to explore. Okay, look to explore and it's um, favoured. Um, so, so hunting, would we guess that Lepidoptery comes under hunting? <laughs> I suppose it would, that the tracks left by butterflies <laughs> would be fairly scarce. And you probably don't quite have to worry so much about them ambushing you back. Mm. I don't know. 
Pass that seat up. That's one of rubbish back by hunt. Or I can't hunt anything. One of them vicious moths go. Right. Skill points. What were my original no, skill points? I just rubbed some out and then forgot to write down what I'd rubbed out. Right. Uh, as a starting hobbit, you'll have two in awareness, two in song, one in travel, one in insight, three in courtesy, two in persuade, three in stealth, two in search, and two in huddle. Stop moving the table! And the ten oh, yeah. points above that. Each dot you raise to go from be two to three is three, and then go from three to four is four, so it would be seven to go from two to four. Yes, yeah, yeah, you've got to add every dot it's up. It's a cumulative. It's a cumulative thing, yeah. You know what book that's here? No. Okay, endurance. Your endurance is based upon your race and your heart. If you are a barding, it's 22 plus your heart. Endurance? Where's endurance? It's in the bottom right somewhere. It? This looks like it's three boxes. Oh, endurance, yes. If you're a barding, it's 22 plus your heart. If you're a dwarf, it's 28 plus your heart. If you're a hobbit, it's 16 plus your heart. If you're a woodman, it's 20 plus your heart. Okay, and that goes in the middle box. The endurance. That, is that the heart that's in the little box? Your favourite heart score, your basic heart yeah, score? Yeah, it's your basic heart score. Basic heart, not favourite heart. Right, right so I'm at 28 plus. And hope. Barding is 8 plus heart. 28? You're a dwarf, it can't be 28. I don't know, what do you say in endurance? Yeah, 28 plus heart. 28 plus heart? Yeah. yeah. So it's got, to be tw- it's got to be more than 28. It's got to be more than 28. My word. I know, but I didn't know what it was that with. Mine, mine's 16 plus... So your 16 phone. plus your heart, your basic heart. So mm-hmm. do you write the starting score in the small box at the top, and then yeah, what it I is? So. And okay. then whatever it currently is goes in the big box. In the big yeah. box. Right, I've got you. So what, yeah. when do the favoured scores come in? If you're using a favoured skill... When you use a skill, you oh, make a roll, and then you can elect to spend a point of hope, which I'll give you in a minute, um, to add the relevant stat to your skill. And if you add the stat to your skill, that's what happens normally. But if it's a favoured skill, you can add your favoured rating, which would be could be two or three points more. Right, hope. Bardings is eight plus heart. Dwarves is six plus heart. Hobbits is twelve plus heart. Wildman is 10 plus not. So Hobbits is quite hopeful. Yeah. Right. All heroes start their adventuring career fully equipped with all personal items and gear they consider best suited to life on the road. For the sake of simplicity, the game presents such possessions as characters' travelling gear and war gear. Player, 
Player heroes' travelling equipment and each piece of war gear possesses an encumbrance rating. Representing the hindrance of that item causes the carrier, both in terms of weight and discomfort. For example, a helm which significantly limits its wearer's vision has a higher encumbrance rating than a suit of leather armour. Will you two give over? All the encumbrance ratings of the various items normally carried by a hero are added up to find your fatigue score to be recorded on your character sheet alongside your endurance rating. I'll say. Just stop it. Depending on whether you, what time of year you're travelling, if you're yeah, travelling in winter and autumn... Stop it. ...your travelling gear has an encumbrance rating of 2. And if it's in the summer, it has an encumbrance rating of 1. Both include food supplies for one week of travelling... Um, and sort of clothing, blankets, water, food, that sort of thing. Um, I can use my long handed axe for one handed. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, and then, yeah, basically gear. Stuff. Uh, I want a, oh, one net, um, some bottles. Any weapon, suit of armour, helm or shield carried by you must be individually recorded on the character sheets along with its encumbrance rating and the total encumbrance score is taken into account to find the hero's fatigue threshold. Uh, due to their small size, hobbits and dwarves cannot use larger weapons effectively. Dwarves are better off than hobbits as they are usually taller and their workers' minds and smiths make, gives them powerful arms and shoulders. Dwarves may use short swords, axes, great axes, spears, mattocks, daggers and bows. Hobbits may use short swords, axes, spears, daggers and bows. Additionally, neither can use a great shield. You're assumed to start the game with one weapon for each weapon skill you have a rating in. So you get that for free. Do I have to write them down? Yes, you do need to record the gear that you carry because... You can lose it and then... Yeah, well, it's not just that, it's that it weighs. Yeah, I know. Well, and the weight know. generates a fatigue so score, and the fatigue score... Where do you record that? ...helps that determine how quickly you get tired. the bottom left. So do we need fatigue, the, the weight scores for Matic, sword, daggers and other yeah. associated cap? What's that on the back? It assumes everyone's got a shield. Does it? No. Armour, headgear, shield. Well, you can have one. You don't necessarily have to take one. Well, they've got the trouble of oh, writing that. Oh, a newly carried character starts with one suit of armour and may choose a piece of headgear and a shield. And you should record it on the character sheet, paying attention to the following notes. Protection score of a coat of armour is recorded separately from that of a piece of headgear. And sometimes during the combat, you might resort to dropping it. Uh, for instance, taking off a helm because it's just making you too tired. Shields don't offer direct protection, but make you less likely to be hit by adding to the attribute used to parry incoming blows, usually wits. Shield's rating is recorded separately from the main box, devoted to parry, as the shield can be smashed by opponent's blow. Additional gear, listed there. So, basically there are details of weapons here. Record the details off it. And then we'll carry on. If anybody wants shields or armour. Yay. Is Matic two-handed? I guess it probably is. Oh, no, yes. Yes, yes. it's a two-handed weapon. Right. I won't need I'll a shield down to that side. Right, you've got... Do you want the damage for it? Uh, yes, eight. Yep. The edge is ten. Yep. Injury is eighteen. 
Yeah. Encumbrance is three. Oh. You have to use it two handed. So short sword. What else have you got? Uh, short sword. Short sword. Yeah. Uh, damage is five. Edge is ten. Injury is fourteen. Encumbrance is one. The edge rating is basically what you need to inflict a wound. You need to roll that number or more on the feet dice, the d12, to have a chance at inflicting a wound. You'll notice there is only one box for whether you're wounded on your character sheet. Really? I'd yeah. have, have to roll that wound. to do any injury. No, it? you inflict endurance damage in oh, a way. Okay. Right. But there's a special status for being wounded. Oh, okay. It's just way. below uh, weary and miserable. If somebody yeah. successfully does that Three. and attempts to wound you, yeah. you then and then it's the magic. The what is it? Injury oh, rating yeah. is what you have to roll Wrong on way. your protection test from your armour to see Three. whether it gets you. Twelve. Encumbrance. No encumbrance. Uh, what kind of armour we got? It's on the next page is armour. We have got yep, immensely heavy. Yep. You could wear. A a leather shirt, a leather corslet, a male shirt, a coat of mail, a male hauberk, cap of iron and leather, or a pony. Coat of mail, please. Coat of mail will give you an encumbrance of 16. Okay. Yeah. I'm guessing I'm not going to have a D protection. Maybe some leather. You know, to encumbrance leather shirt. Right. Four. I don't know how much I... I am a, a season's weakling. Cap of iron and leather or a helm. I think I'm going with that leather. Less of a problem. Oh, the only thing is that your, inc- your yeah. encumbrance... If you've got a helm... Not, you your encumbrance need, is effectively your... It's got an encumbrance of six. Score, uh-huh. and if However, your when you take it off, it only gets three. However, when you take it off, it only gets three. Oh, you're fatigued by three You points. are weary. Cool. I want to say encumbrance of six, yeah? Yes, I'm giving you protection of plus four. Uh, and what do you say if general assorted adventuring tat shield shield no if it's if it's winter tat it's encumbrance two if it's summer tat it's encumbrance one Uh, why are we at the moment Uh, it is spring so you may have summer tat summer tat tat encumbrance one it's not winter certainly I haven't checked the exact time that we're going to start Um, uh, what's the stats for a bow Stats for a bow are... Bow are damage 5. Oh, okay. Edge so 10. Early spring in 29. Injury 14. Encumbrance 1. Cool. So when, at which point does your... Have you work out Probably your... Probably have, uh, have some armour then. Um, encumbrances. Mm. Okay. Where's that? Oh, where do you uh, that well, your encumbrance... You add up the encumbrance mm-hmm. of all your items and that becomes your fatigue score. And there's a box for fatigue on your sheet. The, uh, I see encumbrance for lead jerking again. Five. All right, leather shirt is four. Oh, there's a box for protection one D. Got another box there. This is where it's going to be a dwarf because we can carry shitloads and not care. Quick, load up the pack that's dwarf. That's the yeah. How much crap right? can I look about before it bothers that was me? That's the the one. That's it for start. Is that right? Means I'm okay. That has to be higher than that, otherwise right. you're weary. Okay. The actual value in the middle has to be higher than the fatigue score. So as you take points okay. of damage, you get down closer towards your fatigue score and you may become weary as a result okay. of combat. So I've so a, a t- current encumbrance seven. of seven. Snap. Nice 21. 
16. Where do I put it? Fatigue. Ah, there we go. 8, 9. Drawn to shield. Fatigue is 7. Okay, as I was just saying, Tina, when your endurance gets down below your fatigue rating, you are weary and become less effective. It doesn't matter because you've been carrying them all day. Are you sure that the endurance starting score isn't favoured heart rather than normal heart? No, it's normal. Sure? It specifically says so. Yeah. It's male, does it? It is. Wearing heavy armour, it is 16, is the cut male. I mean, I think yeah. Hallbuck's 24 or something. Tw- no, Hallbuck's 20. So that but you've got to wear a helmet. You want to wear a helmet with that, otherwise Where you're just going to look mismatch. So that's here. another six for a helmet. So, see, I could swap your armor. I've got a helmet. Will be six. Could swap that. Go for the cap of yeah. iron leather. The armor, yeah, although it does give you only plus one as a basically plus four. when you're yeah. resisting. You have, it only really does have four less encumbrance. Okay. If somebody wounds you, then you make an armor save roll to see whether the wound gets you or not. Keep your sword at home, be fine. So, what's everyone's difference between their endurance and fatigue? Mine's 10. 11. Uh, oh, gold. Exactly. This is, this is the, yeah. It's the difference, is the important thing, isn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. What's your difference? 15. Uh, 15. Uh, 15. Uh, 15. 15 for me. Hey, you're lightweight. That's 8. Is that a metal helmet? No. I've got a leather cap. I thought I was chiseling it quite a lot having a leather shirt, no, to be honest. <coughs> I'm presuming. What's your endurance? Yeah, no, it's alright. So, where do you write your encumbrance down? In the fatigue box. That is your fatigue rating. Well, something's gone wrong with my maths then. Either that or if you added up. What's the endurance calculation again for Hobbitses? 16 plus... 16 plus your heart. Oh, 16 plus your heart. I thought it was 14, sorry. 16 plus your heart is your starting... Oh, I've got some more I've got then. ...endurance. Lords. Lords of space there. Go on, go for Halbert. 21. (laughs) (laughs) Go for a male Halbert and nothing else. That is because of pants. And hope was so in that case. When you get wounded, no, when you get wounded, it goes down to like 22. Uh, hope was, mine's 18. So it's that is so a number plus your heart hope again. Is so 12 plus your heart. 12, right. Why is that your heart? Because that's your, your will force, effectively. Do you, do you know why? It's, it's, it's the big Hobbit uh, uh, modifier. Why do you think a party of five, four Hobbits is, is, is so powerful? It's because they all have fudge yeah, factors. I've got Headroom 12 in this case. Rubbish at everything. However, can, can resist the, the, uh, the, the, the wounds of, of Sam himself. Yeah. Right, so I yeah, Or even a male yeah, stand. No, a male's pushing yeah, it on the other A car slip would be possible. Because no one coughs at you, you'd be right. You get, you get damage. Your, your endurance. Well, quite you damage to take off your endurance, yeah. so yeah. you don't well, have very much. You've done better than that. You suffer less damage, however, you get damaged more quickly. More often, yes. Yeah. Um, hope. I don't know what I've got here. I can always upgrade hope to a castle from if I'm getting injured too much. Never do hope, really. Uh, 
There's no hope for Dorcas. The only hope I shall have a glorious Six plus your heart. Jeez. Basic heart off David heart. Basic? Oh, God. Nine then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got double your hope. <laughs> right. See, Mr. Dwarf. Okay, oh, there's another stat in that area called Parry. Parry. Repost. Yeah, this is a defensive right. bonus representing your character's ability to keep your head in dangerous situations, to be aware of opponent's actions, and to ward off an opponent's attacks. Your parry rating is equal to your basic wit score, modified by a positive bonus if you're using a shield of any kind. No. Parry, parry, ah, parry. Six. Shields of a card. However, if I'm in the woods, mine is my favoured wits bonus. If you're in the woods, it would be, yes. So, uh, just right. You can parry better in the presence of trees. Apparently so. It's not just blocking blows, it's having awareness of the environment. So she knows how woods work. She's not going to trip up over roots and shit like that. Right. There should be somewhere also. Valor and wisdom. Valor and wisdom. Yes. I believe that's wise. Yes. Top Torah corner. Okay, Valor and wisdom measure your hero's resistance to fear and the shadow and track your stature in terms of power and renown. Both scores range from one to six and rise over the course of the game. At this point, you're asked to prioritise one as being more important than the other. So you get two points in one and one point in the other. Would you rather be wise or valorous? Every time one of these crosses an even-numbered rank, you get a special benefit. Does that mean we start with a special benefit? Yeah, if you start, if you chose Valor, it's usually a piece of equipment that is in some way enhanced. If it's a bird, if you if you took uh, wisdom is important, you get a virtue or a, an enhanced ability of some kind. Ooh, wisdom, please, wisdom me up. Okay. Who has selected wisdom? Rewards and virtues. I haven't got any. Is that right? You get one now, depending oh, upon which okay. you prioritise wisdom or. Um, valor. So rewards are for valor and virtues are for wisdom. Yes. Yeah, virtue. Uh, yeah, I'm virtue. I'm virtuous. You can't smack the book side its head with a virtue, really. Yes, so yes, take generosity, goblin. <laughs> Here, have this spear. Twenty-one <laughs> first. Who oh. is valorous? Me. Yes. Okay. Those All of the fighty you, types. Those of you that are valorous. I want a plus five bow. Oh, oh, plus ten bow. No, no. I don't want anything that's going to weigh anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Big freaking hammer. I'd like a great bow of not weighing very much. <laughs> you can either take one of the following generic bonuses. Uh, either your armour, your helmet or your shield is of cunning make and have its encumbrance reduced by two. Ooh. Excellent. What armour can I get for ten? <laughs> a a male close sh- mail shirt. But your armour or your helmet may be made close fitting, which increases its protection rating by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may get a reinforced shield, which raises its parry bonus by one and it cannot be smashed. Bonus. You can have a grievous weapon, which is strong and heavy, inflicting more harm on its targets. Its damage rating is raised by two. Uh, a keen weapon which is sharp and well-balanced and more likely to produce a piercing blow. So Does that mean the edge rating is reduced by one? Oh, so I'd get 
I'd get a crit on an 11 and a 12, not just a 12. Well, a 10 and a 12, because yeah. an 11 is the eye, but yeah. yeah well, it's a one, that becomes a 1 in 6 chance instead of a 1 in 12 chance. Yeah. Uh, it does. Uh, or fell. Uh, the weapon's injury rating over. is raised by two, making it harder to resist being wounded by it. Alternatively, if you're a barding, you may elect to take a Danish longbow, where if you roll the Gandalf rune on the feet dice, uh, the target must roll the feet dice twice and choose the worst to resist being wounded. Ooh. Uh, Spear of King Blood or Thin. Um, dwarves of the Mountain forged these spears for the king before the dragon came. You may make a ranged attack using it, and you roll the feet knights twice and pick the best result. A tower shield. When you're using a tower shield, your parry bonus gets an additional plus two against ranged weapons. I still can't believe you told me the end of the Hobbit. Sorry. Have you not read it? Are you looking gone? Loads more stuff happens before that. <laughs> the dwarves, the <laughs> cultural the weapon. Things are you can it's take. Not live. The acts of the unpronounceable. Um, What's that? Oh, and dwarves now. Yeah. Okay. Actually, was it actually unpronounceable? Then? As an old. Oh, I don't do axes. How about one of those? When attacking an enemy, basically. You don't uh, do axes. I've got this axe I carry around. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use it. User. Can't use it, but it's great. Basically, you have an axe that where you beat somebody. Um, over the head with it, they the point in which yeah. get weary for the remainder of combat. Uh, was, was, was uh, yeah, Wolf wrought Forbuck can't use it. <laughs> what? What? Big suit of basically. Uh, when you invoke an action, you invoke some protection. You should favour the rating, but you still have to be walking around with a dwarf wrought Forbuck. Yeah. Uh, or the helm of all. When making a roll using all, you roll the feet dice twice and keep the best result. You don't want to be awesome. Stabbing with it. That's it. That's it. Right, after some kind of a martial weapon for a dwarf. Big weapon of head smacking. Um, well, I'd grievous then to raise the damage rating or key to make it more likely to wound. Yeah. Can I make my bow key? Even though it's counterintuitive. Yeah, it's, 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 there's no reason why not. Uh, not. Your bow still has an edge rating, doesn't it? Yes. What it does is increases the edge rating of the weapon, so particularly fine crafted arrowheads that are more likely to be armor piercing. Yeah, I'll do that then. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for, yeah, for valorous people. That's for valorous people. What about wise people? What about wise hobbits? Don't I get a special? Oh, sorry. yes, you have um, valorous as well. Sorry. Okay. Valorous wood people. Keen drop the edge rating by one. Yeah. yeah. Drops the edge rating by one. Um, you may choose a bearded axe. Bearded axe. Most prized <laughs> axes have a wide bearded head, often scored with yeah. ancient wounds of victory. Uh, if you it. get Good the Gandalf there. rune on the feet dice using a bearded axe, you may smash your opponent's shield or disarm him. Take the head off. Disarm him at the elbow. Feathered armor. When making a roll using <laughs> stealth, wearing feathered armor, roll the feet dice twice and keep the best result. They're suits of armor blessed by Radagast, apparently. Oh, okay. Or a shepherd's bow. When you get the Gandalf rune on the feet dice using a shepherd's bow, inflict extra damage equal to your damage rating, regardless of their level of success. Damage rating? 
Yeah, it's a damage stat. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, well, I quite like feathered armor actually. Okay, feathered armor. Fair enough. That Although, is a reward. It's a reward, is it? Yeah, so if you feel you're valid two. So, wisdom two. Yeah. Yeah. Wisdom people. Yeah. Cool. Virtues. Okay, that's bodies. I can't remember what feathered armor does. Sorry, something to do with stealth. It lets you roll the uh, 12 sided dice twice and keep the best one. The feet dice twice. Yeah. So, quite good for sneaking about. And in the forest, that's not a bad thing. Um. Okay, virtues. You can either take a mastery, so you can take confidence, which raises your maximum hope rating by two points. Uh, Dower handed, which raises your ranged damage rating by one. Expertise, you can choose a new favoured skill. Uh, Fell handed, raise your close combat damage rating by one. Gifted, raise your favoured attributes. Raise one of your favourite attributes by one. Or resilience, your determination standard. Raise your maximum endurance rating by two points. Set your endurance score again to its maximum rating. Or cultural ones. So I need hobbits. Just got hobbits, haven't I? Yeah. Hobbits. Art of disappearing. They need a ring for that. At the start of an episode where a location you're in is entered by newcomers, and if the location offers even the smallest opportunity to hide or sneak silently away, you can spend a point of hope to disappear. You can slip into a convenient shadowy corner, thick patch of undergrowth, crowded room, sharp bend in the passage, underground, or any other potentially concealing feature. No role is needed, and you are considered to be present in the area, but unseen to the eyes of the newcomers. That's pretty cool. That sounds good to me. If the newly arrived individuals knew that you were present, it is as if you actually disappeared into thin air. You can at any moment choose to reveal yourself by simply stepping into the open from your hiding place. Or you could have braver to pinch. Um, when you spend a point of hope to invoke an attribute bonus, you additionally cancel all penalties enforced from being weary. So if you burn a point of hope to get an attribute bonus, you don't take penalty for being weary on that action useful. Fair shot. When you have to make a ranged attack you can roll the feet dice twice and keep the best result. And shooting. Mm -hmm. Tough in fibre. If you are uninjured you recover three endurance points plus your favoured heart rating every day. If you are wounded your injury has been treated successfully you recover four endurance points. If you're wounded and your injury hasn't been treated you recover two endurance points. Basically you recover quicker than ordinary people. Or small folk. When you're being attacked in close combat by a creature bigger than you, most <laughs> your basic parry rating is calculated using your favoured wit score instead of your basic wit score. Well, like that one, please. <laughs> Outside of combat, you gain the small trait and can invoke it using the usual trait rules. In other words, any time you think that being small might be an advantage or a disadvantage, you say so, and we make it so. Yeah, I'll have that one, please. What well, if I think it's a disability in this essay? Possibly, yes. So, <laughs> use favoured, yeah, use favoured wits for parry against yeah. larger stuff. That sounds well worth having, because it gives me another three points of parry. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
two tiny halflings. The, the intellectually based <laughs> halflings go, well, really, it's all about knowing where to dodge. <laughs> so as the parry ratings suddenly get a bit better. Because he's so light, he swings his blade above my head. I'm tempted with the disappearing thing, but no. Right, dying. As I say, one of the things that you do when you spend experience points is raise your. You can raise your valor and or your wisdom, and every time one of them crosses an even number, you can have another virtue or another reward. So, if that was to get to four, then you could elect to become more stealthy at that point. Tiny invisible halflings. Tiny invisible halflings. So we can subatomic. Okay. Valor and wisdom, virtues and rewards. Um, okay. It's just the, the rating of the armor that we're wearing. Is it? Uh, yes. Yeah. One. One dice. One D. Because armor works by you roll feet dice and however many success dice you have in armor rating. Mm. And you have a target number based on the weapon that's been hitting you with. Uh, no XPs. Fellowship advancement points, treasure, standing, guide, scout, huntsman, lookout, right. fellowship focus. I've got a name. Okay, next thing, well, yeah, you'll need names, but company creation as you form a company. Um, after you finish creating characters, discuss the circumstances that have brought you together and forged you into a company of adventurers. The more detailed the description of events that led to the characters setting off adventuring, the better as this will give the Lawmaster valuable story hooks to turn to adventures. I think you should just... Got pissed in a pub. Yeah, we all met in a pub. <laughs> Gone lost. I think we should play meeting each other. I genuinely think we do that. Every time I start a new game, it'd start as in a pub, but all the players would be in different rooms of a house, so you never knew which NPC was another character. You had to go find them in the pub and get to know them before you move people in the same room again. That's the thing, <laughs> Donking. Uh, yes, you don't say. I've, I've spent an hour, hour talking to this guy. He's just an NPC. Oh my god, he's a first level commoner. First level commoner. <laughs> See, what you have to do is carry bad cats and then just throw them at the, at the commoner. And then if it, if they die because the cat attacks them, then uh, they're not worth following with. Gonna <laughs> run through so many first level wizards that way. <laughs> <laughs> Fellowship points. Um, he has got bags of fellowship. He's got hobbits. Yeah, he's got hobbitses. We've well, got a hobbit and a spare. We've probably been brought together by some kind of common quest. One of us has got <laughs> onto some kind the second of sheet. <laughs> possibility and has got the other ones involved. I probably fell that? over an important clue and put it in my backpack and entirely forgot about it and then and then at the pub it fell out and everybody went, oh my god, that's a clue. Maybe. You think you're playing it? Okay. The number of fellowship points in the fellowship rating is equal to the number of players plus one for each hobby. Seven. Seven. We're a dead friend of the band, we are. You can use those Basically, any of you can draw from that pool to, to perform certain actions. 
but obviously you're going to have to get agreement from the others that it's a viable use of the um, the point. Um, every time anybody uses one, obviously it gets reduced on all of your couch sheets. We need more hobbits. Need more hobbitses. See, that, what they were doing was munchkinning out their fellowship. Give yes. <laughs> <laughs> old Min Max in the best. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Not wish they got rid of them as quickly as possible, though. Yeah. <laughs> you all have a fellowship focus as well. Presumably, we only keep the fellowship points as long as we're all together. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Those, two, those two points we spent before the first hobbit died. They were his. <laughs> Who, who's feeding guiding? Relationships, that's it, isn't it? That's the travel, isn't it, the guy? I've got, I've got three in travel. Surely there should be like Eagle, Cub, Beaver. Right. All adventurers share a feeling of loyalty towards each other, but each of you can develop a particular level of companionship with another member of the group. Or who's your bestest friend? It may be uncommon respect for someone wiser or nobler, a special friendship shared with an old acquaintance, kinship felt for a fellow countryman, or deep affection for a dear family member. Whatever the nature of the relationship, each player may elect another member of the company as his character's fellowship focus, writing the name on the appropriate space on the sheet. Each player is free to indicate one companion of his choice as his focus. It can be any other player hero, even one that's already been chosen by somebody else as his focus. The bond focus on the same person. The bond <laughs> does not have to be mutual. A hero who has been chosen by another hero as his focus is free to choose any other character as his own. Fellowship focus lets a character recover hope without spending fellowship at the risk of gaining shadow should the focus be harmed or killed. Who's less likely to be injured there? Um, <laughs> hobbits. I'm the hobbits the hardest, cost over the way. But I'll also be in the middle of a fire. Yeah, and, uh, me too. Oh, this is squidgy. And my, my name is Adlard Goldworthy. Adlard. Adlard, yeah. I'm not Dagger's Nodger. I, I, oh, I you're a dwarf, aren't you? Oh, well, that's a very dwarfish name. Oh, you're a dwarf. I'll be why. I'll explain <laughs> it. Right, then. Who's going to dice? You dice someone. Why? Unless any of you lot have a particular reason why an obsessive, goblin-killing, psychopathic <laughs> dwarf with a gizzard fixation would like to pull you around. I'm going to roll randomly to see who my focus is. <laughs> so who's number one there? When you met me, I was seasick. Four! There you go. Hello. Oh, that oh. there. Who stout-hearted young squiggler you? That's <laughs> oh, well, the only other character with a name at the moment. So. He'll keep you alive. Right, what's your name? Ardwell. Ardwell. There we go. Ad- Adelard, yeah. I was hoping you'd fall in love with me while I was exploring your minds. A-D-E-L-A-R-D. Space. Gold. G-O-L-D. Your mind. Worthy. W-O-R-T-H-Y. Have you got a name yet? No. No. Bob. No. No, it's going to be confusing. I feel we've had it before. There are random name generators on the internet. You. Samwise. Samwise. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> it's a very popular name. Is that the whole Amongst the Dalish. No. For, for the time being, I shall call you Finn. <laughs> Four. Dina. I don't generally count with myself. 
Oh, true. Me then. Yeah. That's a mutual. It's a mutual love. He loves himself. Yeah. Six. Yeah, we love each other. Ah. Sixteen. There we go. I'm gonna name either. It's because you're woodsman-y. You understand what ranting's about butterflies and caterpillars and stuff. Um, mm. Caterpillars aren't they the thing you eat when you can't find anything like mammalian to kill? Mammalian yeah. to caterpillar-y. Um, I kill things as well. Then I skin, skin them and sell their skins. I kill things as well, and then I put their heads upon spikes and leave them across the countryside as a warning to other green skins. Much money in there. I dig holes and correct locks. Correct locks. Cor- correct locks, no, collect rocks. I correct locks. That sounds more better. This lock is closed. This is wrong. Correct locks. He finds it more better. I was thinking. It's better. It's better. More better. In it. Better. Better. The couch is cleverer than I am. The company will be assembled. I mean, Dale or Eskaroth, probably. Fair enough. I say it will be early spring. Dale's local for me. It's relatively local for the dwarf as well. It's right, spring. But butterfly hunting season. No, caterpillar hunting season. Butterfly hunting. Yeah. Playing butterfly roulette. <laughs> Getting a load of different caterpillars and see what you get. Interesting, out. isn't it? Looking at the different names online <coughs> compared to in <coughs> What resource you get online? That black tech a bit uh, strong for you. You're right. His <coughs> capital T's gone down the wrong way. What? Mr. Names. <laughs> Brown. I'm going to call Brown. I think um, that's surnames. Names of middle of. Strangely Brown. Text in blue. Burrows. That'd be a good one because I'm using the tunneling. Yeah, it would, yes. Not Mr. Underhill. Not Mr. Underhill. Hobbit yeah. names. You've got Bill Burrows. That's what... That's what Wayne's got up at the moment. Chub. I mean, I'm rock, 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 rock collecting. No, lock collecting. What? <laughs> what? Clay hanger. I have a clay hanger. Male hobbit name. <laughs> <laughs> a, big, a big red clay hanger. Include Mungo and Knob. Mungo Jerry. Not Knob Brown. Have a looking book for names. Right then, so. Who's the scout Gar- guy, huntsman, and lookout man? My, my own name is. I'm not be a huntsman. I'll go, I'll go guide, because that's for travel, isn't it? What was he exploring or, tra- or travelling? What's travel good for? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. No, I don't want to. I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the books now. I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly useless in uh, that That's use, usual for your characters? Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. How would you name into Cordlands? Carriage, I tell you. It's not for the fact that I actually paid attention well, to the plot. Really? Yeah, he knew he was a wizard. He carried us from place to place. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Finn! That's a good name for my character. Um, Sorry, my name's Nero. Pretty strange. Um, the, the, what one do you want things like awareness? Uh, I have some. I've got two dots in it. I've got, I've got two dots in it. I've got two dots in it. I've got one. Shall I be, lo- shall I be lookout man then? Go on. Uh, anyone needs persuading, I'm quite persuasive. I kind of average at pretty much everything else. I've got lots of lore on the brains. 
I'm good at travelling, searching, and smacking things till they bleed and die. I'm good at healing and exploring. I'm very courteous. I'm very, I'm very courteous. I can't help it. Rage and bitterness. Quite, quite good at searching and quite aware. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So you need a guide who needs a superior travel skill. A scout who can explore. Huntsman with hunting. Oh, I might be a scout then, I suppose. Lookout men with awareness. I'll be a scout. You can be the huntsman. You've got hunting. Haven't you? Yeah. Two or three? Two. Okay. One, but specialised. Besides, mostly hunting butterflies. I'll be the scout. I've got explore. I've got explore. That's three. I've bought it. Because I had some points left over, and I could have either bought uh, one skill for two points. No, I've, uh, one, one skill at, at four, or uh, or four lots at one. So I bought four lots at one to have all sorts of random stuff. Right. So who's what? Who's guide? Do you have a guide? Ross. Oh, no, yeah, I can do guide. What's your character name? Dargus Norder. We'll call him Dargus then. Dargus. <laughs> Who's scout? Me. And you is? Name undecided. Um, these are all a bit shit. Yeah, I'm going to decide later. Cosimo? How could you not be Cosimo? Oh yeah, how could you not Cosimo be? Cosimo did eat shit. No. Um, he's from the Italian branch, from the um, Florence branch. Cosmopolitan. Right, I am Farman, son of Otar. You what? Farman. Farman. And what are you? The huntsman. Huntsman. How are you spelling that there name then? Farman. Double N. What's your name, Mike? Son of Otar. Oh, My name is Adeland. And what's Finn being? Uh, what's I'm, I'm being? I'm, I'm being I'm being the the uh, closet intele- the, the intellectual um, and closetly useless person. Okay. So, who's looking out then? Me. What's your name? You're mm. a blog, aren't you? What's your name? Uh, I am as yet undecided. And you're my fellowship as well, aren't you? I am. What's your name, Alec? Adland. What's your name? My name is Adland Goldworthy. Adland. Goldworthy. Okay. Are you really? Yeah. Totally am. In fact, I've got, got quite a lot of gold in my, uh, my, my, my past. Thank you very much. Hence the reason why I can afford to oh, falter. wander around looking for butterflies. Okay. Griffo. Guido. Guido. What's your name? I ain't got one yet. I'm What's your name? You have one yet? No. Hamfast. Hamfast. That was my halfling in uh, Woodford. Buy me. Hamfast Herbwise. 
question is, why is a bloodthirsty maniac best his buddies maniac, with some butterfly collecting stunty fat belly? What? Why? Why, why is a natural infatuation with you? Very pretty. Got to catch them all. There's a gut. Willy ball. Um... I'll throw out a connection between mine and your characters uh, if you're my fellowship focus. Amethyst. There'd be a reason why I like it's, you. It's, it's, it's probably because um, I'm, I'm completely clueless and, and, and very entertaining. Much, much longer list I think that's it, yeah. I, I like your complete cluelessnessness. That's from somewhere else. Um, I spent my entire life up to my elbows in guts, blood, gore and death. Uh, and your not. sort of worldly <laughs> cluelessness is refreshing for me. Uh, I got my name. Aquin... Ooh. AC. Oh, you're putting a tray mod. Tray mod. Tray o mod. Let's wait on Wayne then. You started the choice for that. What were, what were you sorry? Uh, Aquin. Not Aquin. Any glaring holes on the couch sheet not filled in, Ross? Experience, damage. Terrier, standing. Damage, ranged. I don't understand what goes in there. The damage from your ranged weapon. The skill group got little stars after them. The person that removed perception stuff, they got little stars next to them. I think probably your... That's your XP's. Um, we've never seen very well before the star. Millalot Brandegrin. Who did what, her? Millalot. Mel. Mellow. Mellow. Mellalot. What was your surname? Brandegrin. Yes, it must be a fancy game. <laughs> a fancy game. We've all got very silly names. Yes. <laughs> What is funny about Farban? <laughs> oh, ta! Everything. That's what's funny about it. So, are you. You're the lookout man, anyway. Well, I'm the out man, am I? Oh, you're the lookout, are you? I am. Look out man. Mella. Mella what? Yeah, we'll shorten that one. Alright, Mel. Hey, up, Mel! <laughs> Alas, Smith and Jones. Alas, Smith and Jones, my word. And um, what's your name, Ross? What happened to Smith? Jargus Norder. He went, he's a um, producer. Oh, is he? Director, I think. Right. Plus, he was in. Um, I watched it just recently. Princess Bride. Mm. Ooh, he's the albino. Mel, Mel Smith. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. But I think he's done directing and. Sanctuaries and patron. Find them out when, when we get an adventure. Sanctuaries are places we want to How have we all met each other then? Pub. Pub. Oh, can we have something different <laughs> than that freaking pub? On, 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 the, on the, the road <laughs> together. An outward bound course. <laughs> the dwarf could have found me foraging for rocks in his cave. <laughs> we live in a cave. <laughs> Quite frankly, I've already wandered across uh, 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 all of you guys while being uh, 
in the hot pursuit of a particularly attractive... Uh, uh, Probably uh, rescued you from something. Yeah, my my job mostly entails saving you from the goblins that ambush us when you're looking for butterflies in the misty mountains and shit like that. Yeah. Um, no moth. He's not a pervert. <laughs> I, I, I relate a, a true tale told to me by uh, the wonders of, of QI. Uh, in the Battle of the Bulge, uh, there's, there's some public school boy... Um, Professor kind of type in charge of uh, um, a, a group of troops. And they're, they're in the middle of a, of a night battle. Stop! Everybody stop! What, what is it? And it, it, look! Look! It's, it's a caterpillar! <laughs> this particular type of caterpillar. Like, but we're in the middle of a battle. Like my son, you, you can go through your entire life and it'll be full of battles, but you will never see one of those again. <laughs> yeah, I wish that was one. <laughs> That's very amusing. Yes, you seem to be some kind of trouble magnets. You provide an endless supply of evil doers to behead, dismember, and dispatch. What? That their hobby? That's him, yes. He's a trouble magnet, and hence I follow him, for I'm looking for trouble. Okay, does trouble have a name? Yeah, anything will do. Not trouble. Odd name. It's nasty and likes the dark, I shall have its head. I need to go home to bed. Very mm. too shy. Bed, bed, bed. I get a lion tomorrow. Oh, Briefly. Don't. I don't. Should I rush? Bye bye. Shall we say good night? I want to say good night, or do you want to do. Summit. 10 minutes of. No, no, I don't want to. No, 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 no,